0: Hey y'all, welcome to Solid Saturday's Prayer and Inspiration. This is a podcast where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, this conversation will inspire you and you will be empowered and uplifted and you will have a solid weekend. So I'm excited. Even though over the past few weeks we have been having many technical difficulties, but guess what y'all? God does what he does and he still prevailed. So I've just been having a good time even through this tough time technically that we have been having. God still gets the glory and I really believe that people have been empowered and healed and enlightened as they listened to the last few episodes. Now, as you can see, okay, as you know, I'm just going to go ahead and dive in because I really feel urgency to talk about this topic. It's just like taking the last conversation that we had last week to the next level. So the topic, as you can see, it says, I lost, I lied, God healed. That is so empowering because even as I say that, I feel like there are many of you that will be able to relate to what is about to be said today. God is going to speak to you through this episode. So last week we talked about real issues and we talked about how God can heal you of your issues and the different steps that you need to take to be healed. You know, we have to do something to get the healing that we want. And actually today I was going to talk about wealth, but God is leading me to share a part of my journey to healing with you. So there's really no easy way to start this. So we're just gonna go ahead and just dive right in. My journey to healing has been bumpy. And I mean real bumpy, y'all. And just to give you a quick snapshot of some of the things that my journey included, I've been through two divorces, I've had repossession, and I've had evictions. And I'm not saying all this to gain your pity. I'm not saying this as something that I am proud of. But you know what? A lot of times people don't come to church because they think they're not good enough for church. I'm going to tell the truth. Yes, I am. They think that they are not good enough for church. Or some people don't serve God because they think that they're not good enough to serve God. It's like they have to hit a certain status to be worthy of serving God or either just going to church. But this is a good place to dispel that lie because that's exactly what that is, y'all. That's a lie. You ain't got to be good enough to serve God. (laughs) Don't y'all know that God calls and uses imperfect people for his glory? The Bible talks about in our weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. His strength is made perfect. And we talk about this a lot on this podcast. So it's through the imperfections that people are able to see God's glory in your life. God looks at your heart. That's actually how he selected David. He didn't select David because David was perfect. We see that his life was very imperfect, but God still chose him. God still called him. So he chooses and uses us imperfect people for his glory because your experiences will increase your reach. I'll say that again. Your experiences, that thing that you're ashamed of, that thing that you don't want to share, that thing that keeps you from serving and committing to God, that's the thing that God is going to use to increase your reach to others. But, 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 let me just say this. Acknowledging the imperfections of others Is not a place to be judgmental because there's another side of things that even when we realize, okay, I'm not perfect and everybody else ain't perfect. Sometimes we come from a very judgmental place, but that is not the place for that. It's actually the place to give grace. And you can't want grace if you're not willing to give it. Don't get it twisted. Grace is not making excuses for someone's wrong. Grace is choosing to see the wrong and not condemn people for it. Y'all get me? So I'm not sharing my experiences for pity or anything like that, but it's to show you that I'm not perfect. Shoot, I used to lie. I mean, I'm not saying it to be proud of. I don't want you to get that idea that I'm saying all these things because I'm proud of it. No, I'm saying it to let you know that we are imperfect people. So I was saved, I love God, but I was still lying. And as a result, I hurt key people in my life. But you know how those key people responded to me lying and hurting them? They addressed it and they did what was best to ensure my healing. They did what was best to ensure my deliverance. And I'm sure that their decision hurt them because they saw the pain that it caused me on top of the pain that I caused them but they prioritized my healing over what I could do for them. In other words, they loved the mess out of me. And because of it, I can stand here today healed and with a strong desire to love the mess out of others. Now, let me say this. When people who love you have to make these tough decisions for your healing, for your deliverance and for your development, your response to that matters. You gotta take the time to consider where that person is coming from because a lot of times we respond based on our emotions based on what our flesh is feeling at that time because I'm gonna be honest it didn't feel good for me at first like I wanted to throw a tantrum and I threw a mini tantrum but after you throw your tantrum You got to take the time and really consider where they are coming from and ask yourself, are they coming from a place of love? And if they are, then you need to trust that it is your responsibility to trust where they are coming from. If they are coming from a place of love, if you know that they love you, if they've shown their love to you, if it was tangible and they don't have a record of hurting you intentionally, Then you need to not let your emotions cloud your sound thinking, because you can think that at that moment you're making the right decision. And a lot of people end up leaving the church or leaving good relationships because of these tough decisions that people who love you, they have to make for your healing, for your deliverance, for your development. They end up leaving those relationships. They end up leaving churches because people show love to you that challenged you to be a better person at the end of the day. And instead of responding with, okay, I got to accept it. I need to do some work. You end up responding carnally and moving on to the next person, the next place. And guess what? You're continuing that cycle of hurting people and not being healed. And you're going to continue to not have fulfillment and happiness in your life because you have no freedom. But had you taken the time after you threw your tantrum, after you cried your tears, after you felt all the pain, had you taken the time to consider where they were coming from and asking yourself if they were coming from a place of love, You could be in a better place right now. Now, I'm not saying this so that you can regret or resent the decisions that you make, but I want you to be aware for the future decisions that you make. If you have a good person in your life, if you have people that love you and that challenge you, but you may not always like what they say, well, guess what? They may not always like what you do, so they have to say what they have to say so that you can be healed and be the better person that they see you being before you're even it. Y'all get what I'm saying? You got to trust that. Trust where they're coming from if it's a place of love and make a decision to go through the healing process no matter how much it may hurt. Go through it with God every step of the way and do what it takes y'all to be healed. So many people ask for healing but end up falling short of doing what it takes to be healed, to experience that healing. But babies, you got to do the work. There is no easy way around it. You got to make the choice that yes, Even if I don't have people backing me when I decide to go to therapy, you do by all means necessary what is best for you to be healed. And if you find out that therapy doesn't work, now you really have to put up effort though, okay? Let me just say that. But, you know, it takes time to find a good therapist. So if you have to go from therapist to therapist to therapist, I want to admonish you not to give up just because one therapy session didn't work. You got to be desperate for your healing. So you got to put in the work go to therapy, be intentional about reading the word of God and be intentional and selfish about your time with God. Don't let nothing, nobody interrupt that time with God because you need it. You need to be healed. How bad do you want your freedom? Freedom doesn't happen in the church service. (laughs) You got to do the work, y'all. And this is the biggest thing that we don't hear a lot of about the healing process, but this is something that helped me. So I'm going to share it with you. You got to love people during the process. Do you know that intentionally loving people through your pain heals you? It does. And when I was going through my process, I chose to get out of myself, get out of my place of comfort. And I intentionally chose to love people. I sent people flowers and gifts, even if I didn't feel like it. I cooked for them, even if I didn't feel like it. I called and talked with them, even if I felt like I should be doing something else. I played video games with my son. I spent intentional time with him. I sent random texts, even when I didn't want to, because I was feeling some type of way, right? I prayed for people in parking lots. And serving and loving people in the midst of my pain allowed me to see God in the midst of my pain. See, this is why it's so hard to do these things while you're in pain, because you don't feel like it. Pain sometimes will naturally immobilize you. But listen, spiritually, you can overcome that. God has given us the power. We have the greater one living on the inside of us. So yes, you're going to feel the pain, but you have a choice to push past the pain and move out of yourself in your comfort zone and serve and love other people. And you're going to see God in your service. Trust me, y'all. When I did this, God reaffirmed me and he reaffirmed my purpose. And the church we talk about getting a second win. You know, you hear people say, Lord, give us a second win, right? <laughs> so a second win means like, okay, I need to pick me up. I'm worn down. I'm tired. Tired, not tired. I'm tired. I need to pick me up because I can't take another step. So we talk about getting that second win. But y'all, me serving people, loving people, that was my second win because within my service, was God's voice reaffirming me, reassuring me, showing me his hand, and that was my second win. I got encouraged in my service. My second win to endure the process was in that. My second win to endure the pain and be healed was in my service to others. That is so big, y'all. Trust me on that. And honestly, when I started doing that, I wanted to do more of it. Why? Because I started to know what freedom felt like. (laughs) My freedom was found in that. I started to feel more and more freedom. And once you feel freedom, you don't want to go back. You know, William McDowell wrote a song that says, I won't go back, can't go back to the way things used to be. I resonate with the second line that says, I can't go back to the way things used to be because I don't want to leave this place that I'm in, this place of freedom. And I feel y'all so strongly right now that many of y'all, y'all want to experience what I'm talking about. You have been caught up in this cycle for so long, this unhappiness, this place where you feel stuck, and you want to feel the freedom that you hear in my voice. You long for that. Well, I'm going to just tell you, okay? It is here today. (laughs) Your freedom is here today. I'm giving you the answers, okay? So you can be free in the midst of pain. Now, get this. I said that I started feeling freedom, but that didn't mean that the pain left, (laughs) I was free in the midst of pain while in my service. So you can definitely, absolutely feel free in the midst of your pain and there's nothing like it. But you have to acknowledge, you have to accept and submit to the process. You gotta be committed and you gotta choose to come out of yourself in your comfort zone in order to experience that. Y'all hearing me? I hope y'all are. If not, this is what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I don't care what you're tied into mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally, you can still be healed. And I feel that so strongly and passionately. Hmm. You can still be healed. You can stop the cycle. You can disrupt it right now and make a choice to be healed. What do you have to lose? Ask yourself that. You hear that all the time, but I want you to ask yourself that and think about it. What do I have to lose? I mean, seriously, if you have nothing to lose, then you need to ask yourself, then what is in the way of my healing, right? Whatever it is, I'm going to tell you this, it can be moved. For once, I want y'all to prioritize your well-being, your freedom, your healing over what you can do. Find yourself in God, in the presence of God, and get the peace that belongs to you. Do y'all really believe that peace belongs to you? If you are a child of God, the Bible says that we have the fruit of the spirit. And a part of that fruit of the spirit is joy and peace. I believe that a lot of you need to be reminded of the things that belong to you, the things that are within your inheritance of being a child of God. Peace belongs to you. Joy belongs to you. Love belongs to you. All you need to do is make a choice. And I'm going to pray with you. No. (laughs) I hear y'all like, what? Yeah, I hear you. That's why I said no, because some of you are saying, yeah, I want this, but I'm, I'm alone. No, you're not alone. We're going to pray together. And then what I want you to do is I want you to continue your journey by getting connected with other people who will help you in your journey and with your journey. It's so important. Last podcast, I want you all to listen to it because I talked about company. And if you want change, then you got to change and you got to change things in your life. You need people that will help you in your journey, not people that will support your loss, but people who support your recovery. Let's pray. Father, hallelujah. We thank you. We bless you, God. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You're great. Father, I thank you right now for your presence that I feel right now. God, I thank you even now for those that are listening under the sound of my voice. And they're on the edge of their seats with expectation of you doing what you do best, God. And that is healing for your name is Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord that heals us from all diseases. So I pray, God, hallelujah. As those that are listening to this podcast are listening with expectancy, I pray that your hand would be upon them and that you would free them from the bondage that holds them captive, God, that makes them continue the cycles over and over again in their lives, God. Free them in the name of Jesus, Lord. Send your healing virtue upon them. I plead the blood of Jesus over them right now, God, and pray that you would set the captive free, God. I pray right now that you would drive out, God, every attack of the enemy, hallelujah, every scheme, every plan, God. Every voice that taunts and haunts your children, Father, I pray that you will silence it now in Jesus' name. And I decree and declare that they are more than conquerors. I decree and declare that the greater one is on the inside of them, Father. I decree and declare that they shall be healed by your stripes, God, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever has bound them, Father, I thank you. It will not bind them anymore, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, God, for the liberty that you give us. We thank you, God. That we are able to access joy, peace, love, God, happiness, Lord, through you, Father. It's all accessible, Father. So I pray that you would make it real for those that are listening right now. I pray that for those that may be in despair, that you would shift their despair into hope, God. May listening to this episode, God, defeat the despair that they had at the beginning of the episode. And from this moment forward, may they be hopeful in all things, Father. May you help them and strengthen them as they move forward in their path of healing, God, so that they can be used by you, God, so that their eyes can be open to the many opportunities that you present their way to share their testimony, to share what you have done for them, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and bless you in advance for the healing that you're doing on the inside of them, God, for the process that they shall endure. And I pray right now, God, that you would give them the strength, to endure, that you would give them the courage to endure. In the name of Jesus, have your way in their lives. May they not be weary, Father, but strengthen them, Father. Give them the courage, give them the fortitude to wait on you, God, to heal them completely, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for them, God, and we thank you for what you're doing in their lives. In Jesus' name, we decree and declare their healing, and it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Just say that I receive my healing. Declare it. Say, I receive my healing in Jesus' name. And it is so. Whew! What an episode! And wow, I absolutely have nothing to say, which you guys know that is not um common. <laughs> but If I have nothing to say, then this is a good place to end it because I feel that God is doing something in you. So I'm not going to interfere with that process. But it is my prayer that you receive that prayer. And also you were encouraged and inspired by the message given. And because we serve such a loving God and a faithful God that never fails us, that really gives me confidence that you did. So y'all know what it is. Because of that, I have no doubt that you will surely Have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.